Hey friend, how are you feeling today? Oh, Coco, I'm feeling anxious, really anxious, uh, feeling excited. My head kind of hurts. I don't really even know why that hurts. I mean, it's not that I used my head at all today. Um, my corn pad is slipping because I put it on my toe after I banged into a piece of furniture, because that's the worst. I hear that banging your toe against the chair is probably worse than being punched in the face. You know, and I'm having such an itch right now. I don't know what the problem is. You know, and no one online on Doc MV or any You're listening to How You Feeling with Coco and Fran. Hola, Francesco. Sorry. Hola, Colina. Sorry, we used our real names. <laughs> Everyone knows our real names. How's it going? Good. Make sure everyone catches the Today Show. We're going to be on there this week. We are? I wanted to say something. And that's what came out. Oh, yeah. I remember. We're going to be on the Today Show. We're going to be on the Tomorrow Show. <laughs> um, so what is today's show about? I don't even know. I just showed up. That, as you always do. <laughs> so uh a little while ago our um good friend and co-contributor to the how you feeling podcast um akila as some of our listeners know uh she has a friday feature on our podcast where she has a her own episodes every they were every other friday they're hopefully coming to all streaming platforms every friday and she had uh, an interview it was her episode three abstinence and sex um uh, sorry abstinence and sex positivity and she interviewed uh neshma who shared her journey with uh with our listeners and her listeners about abstinence and how to stay sex positive. And when I was listening to the episode, I thought, what a, what a great opportunity to get a male perspective. And I didn't think they existed, quite honestly. Apparently they do. I mean, not even priests at this point. And prior to obviously hearing this episode, I had been introduced through a friend to someone who uh, practices abstinence and I believe he still does so we are going to be chatting with Mark and he will be with us and sharing what's that that is real name that is his real name um, as far as I know he would like to be referred to as Mark I didn't hear otherwise so gotcha gotcha but yeah he'll be with us talking about his, his experience with abstinence and some of the things he's kind of encountered uh, with all of that. It's interesting. It is, it is. Because it makes me wonder, you know, what goes on in someone's life in their mind for them to make a decision like that. And, and to me, I don't know, uh, maybe drastic is a, a very strong word but i feel like it 
it seems like a drastic decision. Is that a wrong word to say? No, it's definitely drastic. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think there's a lot of listeners who are kind of like, they didn't choose abstinence, but maybe they're abstaining unconsciously. Exactly. Like circumstances. They haven't found, they haven't found the right, you know, the right ride in front of a supermarket. There's, yeah, there's many reasons for not having. It's kind of like, you know, I can't afford to buy steak, so I become a vegetarian. Uh, There you go. (laughs) Some of our our listeners, and I'm not saying that Mark is that way. I mean, clearly this is a conscious decision. Yeah. I mean, this is one of my, I have to say, this is probably one of the most exciting shows we're about to do. It's, I'm very excited to, because it just, it, it always fascinates me when someone, chooses that path because like i consider myself a sexual person you know (laughs) (laughs) if you listen to this show (laughs) okay (laughs) jesus that's the normal statement simmer down now (laughs) i like food casual (laughs) but yeah it's like uh, unless it's because of circumstance where you're just not dating or you're not seeing anyone, you know, what is, what is the reasoning behind someone yeah. choosing abstinence? And I want to make sure that our listeners understand the difference between abstinence and celibacy. Like there, there is, yeah. there is a difference. And yeah. I mean, maybe Fran can pull up that definition, but if, you know, you can also look it up yourselves, but there is a difference. So we just want to make sure that everyone understands that we are talking about abstinence. So abstinence usually refers to the decision not to have penetrative sex. Mm -hmm. It's typically limited to a specific period of time, such as until marriage. Celibacy, however, is a vow to remain abstinent over an extended period of time. There you go. And that's usually associated with religion or or celibacy also maybe some for some uh an entire period of their life exactly so mark is here so we're gonna let him in and we're gonna get this conversation started holla holla all right hello hi mark (laughs) how are you guys fran and this is coco you know coco you just don't know fran absolutely no exactly (laughs) right Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. This is the How You Feeling podcast. <laughs> it is. This is what we do. I mean, you're sitting in the seat of so many celebrities before you. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, you can so, only imagine. Exactly. So we just want to make clear, do you go by Mark or Marcus or some other name? Honestly, at this point, uh, using my actual name, Mark, or a nickname Marcus would be better because my nicknames are known worldwide so worldwide see we only get celebrities on this podcast my my nickname is also known worldwide as dickhead (laughs) yeah typically you say dickhead they're like yeah we know that guy they know know. exactly they know is is this a warning to what's about to happen yeah always (laughs) always put a seatbelt on if you have one (laughs) we're gonna have fun here but we but well, we want to know so much about you. Now, here's the funny thing. Before we even start, 
what has been Coco? What has been the thing that you've always told me about Mark way before he was on the show? So Mark, when I first met you style wise, you, you reminded me of Fran a, a lot. And, you know, when I, when we connected on Instagram and I was, you know, perusing your images <laughs> very much. So <laughs> yeah, she's a, like, she kept calling you my doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true. Anyway. It's a compliment. There you go. See? Listen, it's like it's like looking in a mirror. It's amazing. Yeah, right? Uh, wait, you want me to wait? Wait, 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 wait. There you okay. go. There you go. We're twins. Uh, friend. I could see, I've got two friends in front of me. <laughs> the only difference is I could be your grandfather. Um, I'm sure you can, but yeah. um, so Coco and I want to talk to you because before you joined us tonight. We have another uh, contributor to our network of shows here who did a show recently about abstinence and she spoke to a woman. And at that point, Coco says to me, can we find a man? And I said, good luck with that. And- Sure enough. I mean, listen, I'm just saying what I'm saying. You know, it's like, this is, this is the community of men. I, you know, mm -hmm. I speak as the leader that this, it's hard, it's hard to find. So let's just jump right into it. How long have you been abstinent? abstinent? I can't even say it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, vocabulary. it's, it's, hurting, <laughs> it's hurting my mouth. Um, honestly, I would say more or less seven and a half years now. Wow. Mm. Wow. Don't do that when I drink. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that it was that long. Yeah. Okay, wow. I mean, the 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 minute I decided to become vegetarian, it's as if I decided to cut off like all meat one time. What? <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when you said seven and a half years, well, Coco was like, I can't even last seven and a half minutes. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, if you know something about her, that's going to be another episode. Yeah. He's only. <laughs> What he knows is just brief interactions and maybe Raya, my oh, friend yeah. Raya has told oh, us you. about stuff. You better back away. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I mean, if you shake her hand, you got to go to the clinic. <laughs> just saying. Don't um, listen to him. Okay. okay. So, so seven and a half years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So what led you to make that decision? Honestly, um, I mean, first of all, I guess I'd have to say that when I like before that happened um as a teenager I got my heart broken a few times and then I just decided you know what let's follow the promiscuous lifestyle you know let's mm. become uh you know so I had a lot of like one night stands uh from like 15 to 21 more or less uh maybe a bit more um and then eventually I don't know I j it just died for me like it there was no more pleasure in that act of pleasure mm. um so yeah I guess like naturally I stopped like I gave up the one night stands and because I was in relationship oriented um like I'm not much of a lover boy I like my romantic moments but I'm not relationship oriented so uh after I mean not having one night stands it just the natural next step was to not have sex at all <laughs> was it was it a, a lack of desire like did you were you fighting any desire at all 
Well, you know what? I would say it's probably a 50-50. Like, there are times where, you know, like, it doesn't, like, I, I will see someone I find extremely attractive, but it's just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And then there's other moments where, it, like, like, the need is there. It's just that, you know, after a while, I'm just like, I've gone this long. Like, why mm-hmm. would I, why would I break it? So, so with that being said, do you think that after a while there almost becomes a fear of stuff? Like, are you fearful? Like, say you changed the decision to be abstinent and you decided to have sex again. Would this be, would you be afraid? Honestly, um, I'm not even going to be ashamed to say this, but probably because, I mean, human nature is mm-hmm. the unknown or stuff that, you know, like you haven't done forever is going to become something you fear once you attack it. So, yeah. you know what? Yes, there might be a bit of like fear in involved in this whole like me backing away from it, but it's also like my personal like for my personal interest. Yeah, I like the word attack because that's kind of what's going to happen when you get back into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you better put some plastic bags on the floor. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> I'm just exploding for you right now. I mean, that just that just reminds me of like one of the last times, and I don't know if it's because I knew it was gonna be the last time or like my subconscious knew, but let's just say that after that, there was a good half an hour to an hour of cleaning walls. Damn yeah. walls, not just walls. Walls. <laughs> yeah, walls with pictures on them and everything. Yeah, yeah, oh. wasn't fun. <laughs> child maybe we'll have to get you back on this ep- on the show for like a completely different type of episode. Yeah, i mean that needs to be a topic on it right yeah yeah Sex well, like, i was in a museum you don't know how many millions of dollars of paintings i destroyed <laughs> that's not white paint on the mona lisa okay <laughs> okay Good uh, Lord. Oh shit. Okay, um, so let's try to get back on track. <laughs> Can you describe some of the changes that you noticed in yourself once you once you started kind of like focusing on things other than sex? Um well honestly, like the main issue I thought would be my like anger management like tied to the fact that I'm going to have all this pent up like sexual tension inside of me and all that. Um, so that, that, that part kind of scared me. Cause I'm not, I'm not a very like angry person. I'm a very like happy go lucky, like, you know, um, but I do have moments where I get very angry and fortunately slash unfortunately, it's only my parents that get to see that side. Mm. So, I mean, it's good for the rest of the world because sometimes it's just so I was a bit scared of my own anger, mm-hmm. but luckily, like, it that didn't happen. Like, it just, it kind of more or less came easy to me uh, to give it up. And then I just, I don't know, I was just able to focus more on myself, focus more on, like, how to, like, be peaceful on the inside and not have, like, which I'm going to call distractions or, like, it's not really a distraction when it's needed, but I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I was able to focus more on just healing my inner being, maybe like the hurt teenage boy that still lived inside of me, you know? What did you do specifically to kind of 
meditation, uh, just, uh, you know, repeating, repeating some sentences in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I write, so like a lot of like writing poems and stuff like that to just like empty out, you know, the emotions and yeah, pretty much that is what I did to help me through it. Nice. Love that. Love that. Um, so have you ever had moments when you were really tempted and craved sexual intimacy? I'd say probably 24 hours a day. Wow. <laughs> See, there you go. I, I mean, um, but listen, so, you know, honestly, there's only going to be probably how many countries listen to this? Ogo? Like 20. Okay. So we've got 20. We're in 20 countries. <laughs> the secret is between us and them. Okay. It's not so bad. So have you ever like, you know, just, just so you can clarify for our audience, because sometimes our audience, they know too smart. They're not too smart. They're not too smart sometimes. So not all of them. The ones who the ones who donate to our show, the ones who contribute, they're very smart. The ones who don't contribute really aren't that smart. <laughs> Way to alienate all of our financial supporters. Well, they should start yeah. paying. If they're, financial, if they're not financial supporters if they're not smart. Well, now they're not going to be. <laughs> Maybe they want to change their smartness, okay? Okay. Um. But no, I'm just asking between you and us, like now you're abstinent, but, but does that like, does that like no kissing? Yeah, that's, you know, I was thinking about that and, you know, there's a general definition to what abstinence is. Um, Obviously like the, in the dictionary, it says a certain thing, Mm -hmm. but I do feel that everyone that is abstinent kind of adapts it to their lifestyle and yeah. how they portray abstinence to be yeah. uh for like for me it's mostly like this like the sex part like the penetrative, penetrative yeah. sex you're, yeah you're but you're like okay with making out with someone yeah uh first of all because that's probably the only romantic part of me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh i like the making out um and honestly I would say it tempts me more and more to have sex and then builds my willpower onto like mm. forcing myself to stop, mm-hmm. which happens every single time. So like pat on the back for me. Yeah. But uh, no, sometimes I can find myself in very um, tight situations. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> so how do you go about those conversations then? Like if you, do you, I'm assuming you date or is that not on the on the table again like I'm not very uh relationship oriented so dating is very much when I'm probably bored or when I meet someone that's very interesting that makes me want to like just get to know them more and then Um, how do you and then how do you tell them this look I'm extremely honest as a person like very very honest so probably the first thing I tell them after my name is the fact that I'm abstinent Okay. So if they want to continue seeing each other and, you know, like maybe they're that person that's going to make me change my mind, you know? Mm. So if they want to continue seeing each other, wonderful. If not, then it is what it is. And like, you know, so what, what would make someone change your mind? I wouldn't be able to tell you or else I probably wouldn't yeah. be absent right now because <laughs> I would have probably found that person, but that's true. I'll that's know, true. I'll, I'll know it when I see it, you know, or when I see them, you know? I mean, I have no, I've been known to convert vegans into meat eaters. 
So, yeah. I mean, they're out there. We're out there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm very convincing. <laughs> but no, it's funny how we keep using I mean, that example, right? Like yeah. the vegetarian, vegan thing, because when you were just talking about how it's different for everyone, it's sort of like when you meet vegetarians and they're like, I'm a pescatarian and I eat yeah. fish. I'm like, that's not a real thing. Like either you're a vegetarian or you're not. Like you're not eating anything that's living. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, going, going back to the what you were talking about, what is abstinence and how everyone kind of adapts to their own, you know, um, I mean, this is now just based on things that I've read online and shit like that. But, you know, some people, I'm going to say women, Catholic women, girls, oh, they will, real deep. <laughs> Catholic women in a whole other world. Well, yeah, yeah. Like they will they will engage in anal sex but still claim to Yikes. be virgins. Yeah. You know, no disclaimer on this show. There are children. No disclaimers. This no is disclaimer. not a Christian show, nor is it a child safe show. Okay, good. I was like worried, like, what words can I use? No, what can I can, throw into that? It's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. The two first seconds I yeah. <laughs> saw you, I'm like, okay. You could be as filthy as you want. It's all good. God knows Coco is. Get her on a Wednesday afternoon in the back, in the back of a 7-Eleven. Jesus. Her favorite. That reminds me of so many moments in my life. <laughs> I, that's where I am right now. I'm in the back. See, of I would love to like hear these stories. So you're going to have to come back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Done deal. <laughs> So, um, so you basically have that conversation right from the get-go and, yeah. and then, and then, so how are people's reactions then for the most a part? A lot of them, honestly, a lot of them, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily accepts, but understands, which yeah. for me is more than enough, you know, like, I don't yeah. need you to accept me. Like I accept myself. So that's enough for me, you know, you're not looking um, for approval. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them, like surprisingly, either we continue seeing each other or it just builds on to like a very good friendship. Like one of the girls from my work that I met almost four years ago when I started working there, um, she caught my eye the day I walked in for the interview. She caught my eye. And when I got the job, I kept looking at her like every single day, you know? So we eventually started talking, whatever. We went uh, on a few dates, uh, I would say like three dates, more or less. Um, and when I told her after the first date, actually, so you can tell that we went on two other dates after that. Yeah. Uh, she was very like okay with it. She's sexual. She's active, you know, like she's not a whore, but like she's, she's yeah. active, you know? Yeah. But she was willing to kind of like, you know, take it slow see what's what you know and uh now we're like extremely good friends so i mean i just love a side note how you were saying how you were looking at her and looking at her i'm like when is this getting into sexual harassment now at work um <laughs> uh, well listen <laughs> if it had to become sexual harassment it would have became a long time ago because the way the way the office is made um Anyone that wants to go to the bathroom needs to take the hallway that passes in front of my uh, my office. And every time she stepped in front of my office, like to go to the bathroom, I would literally run to the door and just like. <laughs> and then she, 
Not subtle at all. Not subtle at all. No. Honestly, I hate being subtle. If I want you to know something, I want you to like. Well, know I mean, something. thank you. I mean, Coco, thank you. Coco knows this about me. I love subtlety. <laughs> you look like it. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, life is short. We can't be subtle. No, seriously. Not exactly. We're old, man. We're like, it's too, we're too we old for that shit. Else. Speak for We yourself. are the same age. All right. You said you, said you could be old enough, you're old enough to be my grandfather. So, I mean, guess how yeah. old we are. Well, going by like logic, I would say probably like anywhere between like 35 and yep. God 40s. bless you. He's in the window. He's in the 40s. window. God bless you. He's in the window. <laughs> He's in the window. Yeah. I mean, we're Coco outside just, of that window. Just yeah. outside of that yeah, window. Yeah, Coco's across the street. Never mind outside. The <laughs> she got in a car and went around the block. <laughs> Yep, I yep. Mean, spiritually speaking, Coco is 127. That's very true. Yes. My body feels 127. <laughs> well, listen, it's because of all that sex. Right? Listen, if, well, you, yeah. if you're if you're gonna die from something. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. I yeah. see that's my thing. Like I will approve. <laughs> so I mean you're walking around looking at people, right? From your hallway, mm. right? You're staring at them. And do you ever have second thoughts? Do you ever think to yourself, like, I got to stop this shit? <laughs> honestly, like, I'm just, I satisfy myself enough. Honestly, like, I do, I do masturbate uh, when satisfy needed. Satisfy yourself. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, oh, cool. that's so, like, what he was talking about. No need yes, to stream. I know. Yes. <laughs> <Hello>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. So that's pretty much it. I mean, why, why dip my toes in something that might because sometimes be boiling hot? Your, because sometimes dipping your toes somewhere else is better than masturbatuto. Well, I mean, I've tried it. I'm not saying you're. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong, but I'm also yeah. saying that I'm completely satisfied for the moment. At least, yeah. well, for the moment, hey, listen, for the past I, seven years. <laughs> listen, I am dragging you through the mud, but I respect you. <laughs> this well, is. My hat is off to you because I have, there are very few things in my life that I have committed to and being, having self-control. And I, listen, I respect there are certain things, you know, you. now, do you ever have a concern that you're going to get older? Cause we all do. Right. Uh, well, probably at some and, point. And yeah. You ever have this concern that you're going to get older and then you're going to be like, damn, I should have hit more listen again yes like i'd be i'd be lying if i tried to deny that um yeah there are times where i'm just sitting down and i'm just thinking to myself like okay if i don't start changing my ways i'm gonna find myself being like 80 years old having no one by my side but then there's that part of me that just tells me you know what you you're you're happy like yes it might change down the line because when you, you get older, like 50s and 60s, if you're still alone, loneliness could get heavy. But I'm I'm so happy being with myself as a person. Like, I look forward to that moment where no one is around me and I'm just by my lonesome, in my bedroom, in my bed. And I think that's, and a, just, that, that's something that a lot of people don't, um, they don't, 
discover about themselves or they they fail to 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 look within and be happy with who they are and not have or or not have to rely on someone exactly. else to make them a whole person or exactly or, you know exa- my, my happiness doesn't depend on anyone else exactly um does it influence a bit yes obviously like we're all human at the end of the day like we're emotional beings so yes it it, it has a bit to do but still at the end of the day my happiness is within myself and you know if you're i don't know who here watches rupaul's drag race but there's one line yeah there's one line if you can't love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else so can yep, i get an amen it's, it's very true if you can't love yourself yeah. if you can't be alone and enjoy that that mm-hmm. solitude you know that's some people just go from one relation to one relationship to the other because they can't they fear being alone yeah I know so many of those people. I've seen them date for like two, three years, the same person. And a month after they break up, they start seeing someone else. And then they jump into a long-term, it's at least their long-term relationships. But I mean, it's still like intense to go. No, exactly. They can't, they don't have a moment to breathe and to just like, you know, like take it all in and just realize kind of like, what just happened and where am I headed next? It's like, no, it's like I'm just like hopping from one to the other. And I find that a bit unhealthy. So yeah. for me, it's definitely a no-no. I think a lot of people don't even know what that means to love themselves. No, they don't understand it. I think we say a lot and, you know, social media has kind of destroyed the way we look at things and the way Instagram posts all these quotes. Yeah, absolutely. These spiritual quotes and these, you know, inspirational quotes that people are like, yes, I love that. Oh my God. It's so great. But they don't practice that on a daily basis. You know, I actually, I feel like, you know, I'm always encouraging people to do stuff by yourself, Mm -hmm. figure out who you are, get lost, go for a walk, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, um, now how open are you about your life with family? um honestly look um i'm bisexual most well all of my friends know 100 percent uh most of my family knows apart from my brother and my dad my mom knows my sister knows most aunts kind of know or, or they figured it out mm-hmm. um so i am open but i got to a point in my life i came out when i was 15 to myself Mm-hmm. I came out to the world more or less uh, 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, I got to a point where it's no longer my responsibility to like divulge that information out loud. Mm-hmm. If you're going to come up to me and ask me straight up, then I will answer you straight up. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like the need to tell others what i am or who i am like if you want to find out just like figure it out yourself you know like come find me where i am you know yeah so yeah. i'm open but i'm not gonna shout it on root thoughts you know yeah yeah so so now this opens a whole other door do you find it harder to tell men that you're abstinent versus women uh no actually in okay. that regard no i'm comfortable with both ways telling both of them like exactly how it is what are their reactions though um well i'm not gonna lie men are pretty much 
yeah. course. <laughs> so like when you tell them that, it's probably they don't lose respect uh, for you, but you could see that the interest is kind of like they're more left. they're more driven in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And typically they'll say to you like, "Does glory hole count?" <laughs> I mean, if you have sex through a glory hole, it's like it never happened. Yeah, so, exactly, because you've never seen one. Exactly. Like, if there's no happened. if there's no face, it didn't happen. You can literally Blind, go blindfold me and go crazy. That's it, and it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. It didn't happen. I mean, honestly, but I feel like you know there the reason why I asked that. I mean, you know, totally stereotypes, right? But mm -hmm. at the same time, I think men who sleep with men are probably worse than men who sleep with women. They're, they're probably even hungrier. And I also think women that you meet might want, they might be okay with it. They might be okay with it because they might be like, even as sexual as they are, they might not have to worry about a guy who's just in it for that. Yeah. You know, like Absolutely. if you keep calling her, if you keep calling her, she's not, she's going to think, oh, this guy honestly wants me. It's, it has nothing to do with sex. He actually mm -hmm. wants to be with me. Mm yeah you know no you're right um i do agree with the fact that uh men that sleep with men are driven a lot by sex but i also think it kind of has to do with how society has structured men and women mm -hmm. where like whether a guy is straight or gay or whatever he'll always have an easier uh an easier um time just showing his sexual like hunger if you want mm -hmm. but so when two guys are showing their sexual hunger to each other it's just gonna end up with sex and all but yeah with girls it's like if if you just constantly like go mm -hmm. after them for sex it could get more serious than what it should be and i'm not saying that women are prudent or anything but i'm just saying that two men like kind of understand each other so that's why like they're much more sexually like yeah active uh, with each other or like like know what they want more in a way and they're, al and they're allowed to yeah absolutely. Allowed because our society you know our society has taught us that we have to be and you know i'm sorry for the people listening but it's true it's what society has fed us you have to be careful mm -hmm. with women mm -hmm. you yeah. have to step back you have to respect them you can't you know being forceful with them or being too overly sexual can send the wrong message. Yeah. If there's two guys in a room, you know, like I remember one of my friends saying to me, he's like, you go on a first date with a guy and it's even if you guys don't really connect, you still end up having sex because Absolutely. you're, you're both yeah. men. You're yeah. like, we're both here. We both didn't wear underwear. Let's do this. Let's, let's jump in. It. Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's happened to me a lot of times, also in the past, and yeah. that's that's exactly how it happens. Yeah. So, first for another uh, segment, but yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Coco is writing that segment as we <laughs> she's like, okay, this is going to be an episode in the summer. The yeah. wet, hot girl summer. <laughs> exactly. So, what do you right now? in your abstinence, what do you look for in a person when you're dating or whatever? Look, um, I've always told my friends, um, should I find someone, whether a guy, girl, that is 
exactly like me and the, and their way of thinking and the way of seeing life and just everything in general, I would probably jump on them <laughs> in every sense of the word. Yeah. Because I I know what I'm like I know what I how I see life right so the only way it could work with anyone it's if someone sees it the same way mm. you know what I mean so yeah. uh, it's not gonna happen anytime soon I don't think because you know finding someone that's exactly like you is not something that just happens <laughs> overnight it also, it also kind of brings up another scenario where I feel some of the best relationships whether it's romantic or not when there is this dichotomy and oh yeah you know where you're not not 100 opposite but there you have differences and those differences work well together no no absolutely i i i don't mean someone that has my personality because that wouldn't work okay (laughs) (laughs) that would not work whatsoever um but just like just the general like how they life, see life life yeah. views okay yeah okay not like personality and all that i need someone that's like you know on the mm. not not even on the other end of the spectrum i want them on the other spectrum completely like on yes. a different spectrum you know exactly like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes sense so. That, yeah so what do you focus your energy on right now well right now it's mostly uh work yeah i've uh <laughs> I have a pretty much well I'm not gonna say boring life because I still uh, go out and party and whatever yeah so I can't say I have a boring life but uh no like I read I you know like I I play Pokemon all the time whenever there's a new Pokemon game I play it (laughs) um I write I try I've been trying like my 2022 uh um oh my god um goal or yes like goals yes uh it's to read more and to write more Okay. It's stuff like I haven't been doing in a long, long time. What do you like to read? Um, honestly, I always thought I was more into like the fantasy, like fiction, like slightly sci-fi and all that. Like anything vampire related, like I would jump on uh, like Anne Rice uh, novels and all that. Like I love, love, love. But re- like this year, I started reading um, like a more, it's, it's slightly fiction but it's also like crime and and uh like a detective uh in the real world and like you know so there's not there's it's not a vampire that's gonna jump jump at you or you're not gonna see a witch or you know what i mean it's very like they're humans and i found myself very interested in that which surprised me because i never thought i'd be into something that's like normal in our life yeah 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 not fantasy uh, yeah yeah yeah, like my entire entire life i was always fiction 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 so yeah i've started uh broadening my horizon right now with uh crime-ish novels you mentioned anne rice (laughs) did you read the fourth installment of her sleeping beauty uh no i actually haven't read any of them uh i read two i know i know there's a list I need to read everything that's related to Anne Rice. Um, that Sleeping read... Beauty, it was a trilogy. I read the trilogy, yeah. and then and then a few years ago she came out with the fourth one. But yeah, you yeah. need to you need to read it. Oh, uh, trust me, it's it's on my list. Yeah. Uh, I've read most of the Vampire Chronicles, uh, not all of them, but uh, most of them I've read and I have uh, in my uh, library. Um, but anything else from the Vampire Chronicles, I haven't like read yet but yeah. it's on the list it's just if i dedicate like everything to on uh, rice which 
honestly like god bless her soul and may she rest in peace but like i i would she's my favorite author uh so far so like yeah um but i wouldn't read anything else if i were to just read Anne rice so exactly like i feel like Anne rice is like prince even though she died she's still writing books from the grave it's like prince keeps releasing records new records from prince like Jesus. It's like he just came out with a record and there's a new one. I think he's in the studio recording right now. He is. He is. Oh, and Anne Rice is in the studio writing right outside. Uh, yeah, Ghost writing. I don't think they're writing any of this. I think it's somebody else. Maybe. I mean, Anne Rice's son, Christopher, right? So, I mean, it could be there him that was left with everything that she didn't release. That's true. It's That's probably true. Anne's sister, Fried Rice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How long have you been sitting on that one? Yeah, for this exact out. conversation. It just came out. I mean, who knew we were talking about Anne Rice? I mean, you know. so I mean, you know, I I I absolutely loved having you on the show. I think you know you were what made you different than a lot of the guests that we have on. Is um, besides the fact that most of our guests are dirty, dirty whores, um, <laughs> the fact that you came on and you let us be totally insane because we are really truly assholes i I love it honestly i I love it you should hear our production meetings when they're not being recorded and there's literally moments where coco will say to me she's like i wish we could record this but you would have to stop talking about that (laughs) i can only imagine what it sounds like because i have no filter um i really don't i don't even know what happened to it um it's only gonna get worse as you get older like true when you're telling me mark about how you're very honest with people it's only gonna be worse when you get older like no filter about literally i mean because you're what's your background lebanese yeah yeah italian 100 percent. it's the same thing it's the same island No. Yeah, we come from the same island, and I'm from southern Italy, so I'm like right it's there. Worst, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> worst, okay. And the second someone walks out of the room, it's like it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> and then when we come back and they come back into the room, we repeat what we said behind their back. So <laughs> that's what's horrible about us. We're horrible human beings. And then we're like, oh. now, and now let's eat together. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> um so like i said it was fantastic having you on the show i enjoyed it too thanks for having me we will definitely i am i am going to take a world tour soon and i'm going to come visit you all so coco has been instructed to bring me to all our canadian guests as i when i come visit so we're definitely gonna have to hang out all right absolutely Yeah. yeah so thank you so much and um, definitely keep in touch, you know? Yeah, yeah right. well, Coco has all my uh, digits and uh, Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us. Thank you, guys. Take care. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Hey, friend, what are you up to? I'm listening to some of my favorite podcasts. Ooh, did you know that you can financially support podcasts? 
No, Coco, how do I do that? Well, in every episode description, there's a link and it takes you to a page where you can financially support your favorite artists. That way they can continue making the episodes that you love. Wow, that really excites me and makes me want to listen to them even more. Doesn't it? you go and there it is we learned i learned a little something something did you what did you learn friend i learned the difference between abstinence celibacy and shooting all over the wall shooting all over the wall man i mean that came out of left field really it did <laughs> i mean listen he's a good time i think people listening are either going to hate him or love him which is great because that's kind of the boat i'm in well you know what it's always refreshing when someone is is candid and honest about about it all you know it's not something for everyone obviously there's a reason for a decision like that and as long as the person is happy with that decision that's all that matters i mean it doesn't affect any of us no no And, and anytime you remove something from your life for whatever reason there's now more focus on other areas that may need work, you know, may, your attention, whatever. It just, it's, it, you end up learning a lot more about yourself for sure. Yeah. You know, I think that um, he was removing something from his life that he said himself isn't necessarily something that may even be forever, ever, ever. Mm. You know, he, he made that totally clear. You know, he, he might find the right person and that might change. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, I think sometimes just from my amateur um, research with all of this kind of stuff, I really think it comes from people feeling safe. Yeah. And, you know, there are some people out there who can just drop and go. And there are some people who drop, it's hard for them to go. The other person wants to go. They don't want to go. Mm. They want to develop a relationship because sex is a lot more important to them. Yeah. And they want to admit. And it's a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do think that, you know, here's the woo-woo moment. <laughs> I do think that for a lot of people they are more sensitive. I think there are more human beings that are more sensitive than others mm-hmm. where they, they develop this connectedness, this, this relationship. And it's mm-hmm. very hard It is for them to let it go. Like, you know, the number of times I've had friends who have such a hard time with letting go of, of a friendship, even though they've been screwed over because there's such an attachment to it, yeah. whether history, whether whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's even worse, worse. It's even stronger with sex. Yeah. You Agreed. know, especially when you like remove the sex, sex part, when you don't know the reason for the ending of that relationship mm-hmm. or, or why it's not working out. Like there's when that, there's that sense of they can't let it go. Mm-hmm. 
you know that's the that's the difficult part when they don't understand why yeah absolutely and you know i think what's interesting is as we were doing that interview um actually before we were doing the interview i was thinking about the number of people we've had on the show we've done stories where people have been completely anonymous we've Mm -hmm. had people who have told us stories about working in the sex industry Mm -hmm. directly or indirectly yeah um so it just shows you how people have such a different perspective yeah when it comes to different forms of sex and how we translate it absolutely Uh, i just hope the listeners listen without judgment and you know, because I'm sure that there's someone sitting there listening, going, oh, come on. Is he really? <laughs> come on. But you know what? If he says he is, he is. I mean, what has he got to gain from saying that he is? And he's not. Exactly. There's nothing there. That's yeah, nothing. it's not it's not something to. Remember, a guy never wants to admit he's not having sex. A guy wants to say he's having a ton of it. Mm-hmm. This you is know? true. I mean, he's a cool dude. Yeah. He is. Um, you know, and uh, now I met my doppel. You should be happy. <laughs> I mean, when you when you go on vacation, maybe he'll come in as the guest. The guest. <laughs> Imagine that. Show. How are you going to tell each other apart? <laughs> I'm the one. I'm the one without the Pokemon poster behind me. There you go. Yeah, that's how you tell the difference. All right. Yeah, I don't even know what a po- Pokemon is. I know what a Pokeball is. I know what a poke bowl is too. Poke yeah. bowl, bowl, and they're delicious. Uh-huh. Poke bowl. Poke oh, bowl. you had to pronounce it like you know. <laughs> exactly. Always dropping knowledge on people. Always, always. You know, giving me the French pronunciation of <laughs> ballet, 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 ballet. Um, yeah, so it's all good. I mean, this is another subject that we touched upon. Um, I just have one last question. Yes. For people who are listening at home who want to support us, how do they do that? Lord have mercy. Didn't I play like the commercial at the beginning of this episode? Just play it again. (laughs) I want to go for myself because people are texting me as we speak. They want to really. Okay. Well, tell them to go to any of our episodes. And in the description, there is a link where it will take you to a page and you can sponsor us. There are multiple options. The minimum is 99 cents a month. Wow. How much? 99, not even a dollar. It's 99 cents a month. Well, someone just texted me and said they went to the link and it brought them to Pornhub. Is that correct? Um, yes, because that's where we do all of our extracurricular activities. I mean, we need a fans only and an only. We do, we do. We need an only fans and a fans only okay i sincerely hope the link works like we've been like blasting this if in every episode. let us know if people really <laughs> want to spend money they'll let us know come on people um yeah but always thank you again everyone for listening with an open heart and an open mind and, and open thighs that was on you <laughs> we, we are right back at the 7-eleven y'all All right. That's it for us. Take care, everyone.